Fearless Queens podcast for anyone looking to expand in abundance, success, and love every single day. We are your hosts, Tina and Sarah, two women on a mission to heal the world one person at a time. Hello, everyone. Welcome. Tina here. And Sarah. And we are back together again. It's been a couple weeks. We had our first guest, which we are so grateful that Jackie came on. And now we are here to talk about the gift of friendship and how we have learned to not only receive true friendship, but be that true friend. So often we go out into the world and we're looking for all these people or things to fulfill us, but really, ultimately, it's not another person that's going to fulfill us. We work on ourselves, we heal ourselves, and the right people truly does show up, will show up in our lives. Amen. The lesson that I, or the phrase of the year that came to me when I was starting the new year, ending the year and starting the year, I was in the Caribbean. And the lesson that I had learned was, what is meant for you will not pass you. So if people come out of your life for whatever purpose or a circumstance or a situation, if it is meant for you, it will come back to you when the timing, when God's timing and when it's aligned together. So if you are in a situation or have a friend and right now you feel, you're feeling the nudge to let them go and release, just know that if it is meant for you, it will not pass you up in this lifetime. Yeah, absolutely. And just because you're having a challenge or a trial doesn't mean that the friendship is over or that it should end or if they're doing something that's not in alignment with what you feel like where you want to go. That doesn't say you should never be friends or never talk. It's just your inner knowing that maybe now is not a good time. Yes, and keeping it at a distance. You know, they don't have to be a part of your inner circle. You can still have a relationship, but now that relationship has boundaries. Meet them at the gate rather than opening them and letting them come through the gate because you just are showing up a different way. And when you start to change, the people around you start to change as well, Mm -hmm. whether you realize it or they realize it or not. It just happens that way. Um, We're going to dive into the scripture that has made this podcast a thing today. Um, It's based upon John 15, 13, and it says, greater love has no one than this to lay down one's life for one's friends. So Tina, do you want to elaborate on what that means? Oh, I love that. I did not... I was not a good friend the most the majority of my life and this isn't like oh poor me this is I I didn't know what being a friend meant I didn't know what it looked like I didn't know what it was supposed to how I was supposed to be I just kind of floated along and whoever showed up in my life showed up in my life if you know if it was my drinking buddies it was my drinking buddies it was my going out it was whatever it was I I didn't really understand what it meant to be a true friend and to have a true friend and so Once I started diving into, honestly, my relationship with Jesus and who he sees me as and who he sees others as, it showed me what a friendship is really supposed to be like. And I'm so grateful that God has gifted me with your friendship. And it's it's crazy because our age difference, which I know it's like, oh, age doesn't matter, but like it does matter because we are in two totally different stages of our life, but yet we're going through the same experiences in different ways. And so when I started becoming friends with Sarah, there was definitely like challenges that I was faced with, but it was challenges of like, I was looking in the mirror. Like she was my mirror of 
where I wanted to be a better person, where I wanted like my own work that I needed to do, I could see in her. And maybe our lives didn't line up. Maybe the choices I made, she was not, and I'm not putting words in her mouth, but maybe she'd look at my choice and be like, ooh, I wouldn't necessarily choose that. And I looked at her, maybe I wouldn't necessarily choose that. But that doesn't mean that we don't love each other. That doesn't mean we're not friends. That doesn't mean we don't support one another. And what I love the most about that verse and about our friendship is if we have a challenge, either with one another or with others, we come to each other and we say, hey, I'm really struggling with this right now. Are you having the same kind of struggle? Because let's talk about it. Transparency. Full transparency and open communication from a place of love, not like pointing the finger at her, realizing three are pointing back at me. Preach, sister. (laughs) And so it's like I could come to her and say, this is really difficult. And let me backtrack that a little bit. What would happen at first when I would come to her with my challenges is it was very flesh, very ego, a little bit of jealousy, a little bit of, you know, just things that were not in alignment with Christ. And she would look at me and she would say, Tina, and she would give me the look. And I'm like, dang it, she's right. But she didn't say it from the place of, I'm better than you. She said it from the place of like, hey, I'm your friend and you want me to help you grow closer to Christ. You want me to help you. And it was like, these are all unsaid things. Yeah, this is the first time I'm like actually hearing this come out of your mouth. Um, Thank you for thinking of me in such a high standard um, because all I want to do is follow God and Jesus's example of who he was on this earth. Uh, And you do the same for me. You are the older sister I never had. I'm the oldest in my family. So I was always somebody, they were always looking up to me. And I always say that I had the best examples of what not to do in my life (laughs) that came from my parents. So I was paving a way for my younger siblings to do things in this life that nobody had taught us before. So thank you for shining your light. And thank you, God, for having you come into Mm -hmm. my life because I didn't have an older sister or somebody to look up to as a role model. And I'm grateful for it all because I've learned so much through your past experiences and what you've gone through, what you're going through now and how you do love and lead like Jesus. Mm. Thanks, Thank sister. You. <laughs> Thank you so much. And, I, you know, woo, you got me a little jumped up over here. Um, but all of this is because we have chosen to walk with Jesus. This isn't because, like, we're amazing people and, like, like God brought us together. And one thing I love, have loved about our friendship is there was a moment when we first started being friends and I had, I had wanted to really release judgment. Like on, like I realize how much the world judges and the world lives in me, right? Like I don't want to be of the world, but I, you just can't help the world living in you sometimes. And I noticed I was judging and I, I asked God for help. And I remember one time I was I didn't even realize I was saying something gossipy about somebody else. And you looked at me and you were like, Tina, and you gave me a look. And I was like, ooh, okay, not only did the gossiping not feel good, but then someone who, now you're talking, I mean, you're sharing with me that you look up to me. Now someone that looks up to me is watching what I'm doing. They're watching my steps. And so many people are watching you and you are leading them. And it is- You'll never even know. Yes, Yes. I mean, I'm, I guess I I knew, but I didn't know that you like were watching me. (laughs) I know it sounds stupid, but like, or silly, but like, 
And I want to share that when somebody who, it doesn't matter if they're older or younger, they've gone through this or they haven't gone through that. If somebody is loving you, can you read the verse again? Yeah. Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friend. John 15, 13. You didn't know taking that leap to share and say to me, Hey, Tina, like watch, you know, watch the words that come out of your mouth, watch what you put out into the world. Like you didn't say those words to me, but I knew it because I was, and I was open to receive that. I was ready to heal that gossipy part of me. And now if I'm around gossip, I will most likely walk away oh, I got to go to the bathroom. I drink so much water. You know, like I will find an excuse to walk away. Or, That's a boundary. Good yes. for you, girlfriend. Thank you. And, or I will just say, let's pray for that person. Yeah. Like, let's have a conversation about like asking for discernment. And and that just for me, I feel like so often, especially in the world of girls, and I see it a lot in guys too, gossiping is such a huge thing. Like the, the ill you speak about somebody else is really what you carry within yourself. Yeah, you can only give what you are, what you have. And I know that I was surrounded by many people, men and women in my life that that's all they were consumed by. But I am so at a place where I only care about how my flower is blooming, whatever everybody else's flower is doing, that's on them. Like change me, bless them. Mm. That is a prayer that I have been praying um, for everybody in my life, especially my parents, because I was one to judge them, blame them. Mm. Why did I have to go through these things? Why did they have to be this way? But it's all made me who I am today in this moment. And I wouldn't change that for anything. And going back to this verse, you know, it says to lay down one's life for one's friend. Jesus died on the cross for our sins and all his friends betrayed him, like his disciples, the people who walked with him for three plus years, seeing all the miracles he did, loving them with agape love, everything that he had in him, he did and showed them the way to be and for the entire world to be. Mm. And I don't know many people that would lay down their life for their a true friend, mm-hmm. their spouse, their loved one, mm-hmm. their children let alone somebody who's betrayed them, let alone somebody who has done them dirty, who has done horrible things in this world. And Jesus died between two sinners. I mean, symbolic right there. He carried the weight of everybody's sin who was before, who was there, and who was after, which now we are reaping those benefits because thank God we aren't part of the Old Testament where we have to, (laughs) you know, kill and animals that that makes me kind of sad but that's like how they covered up sins back then and now jesus literally died for everybody so if he died for everybody who are we to judge anybody because when you are looking in the mirror and you or pointing the finger at somebody else you're really just judging yourself because that's all at that moment you can give yourself subconsciously whether you know it or not Hey guys, Tina here. I am super excited to share something with you that has been incredibly beneficial to my day. It has helped with so many things for my mood, my energy, my sleep, my skin, my focus, all the things. And it's super clean, which is very, very important to me. If you want more information, I would love to share it with you. Send me a message on my Instagram. My handle is Tina M. Kafka, or there is a link in my bio. I'm super excited. I want to hear from you. I want to build a relationship and help you to create the best life that you want meant for you. Bye, guys.
absolutely. And I feel like so often we have these like standards, right? So I have a couple really good friends in my life and they don't go to church every Sunday and they don't sit and read the Bible every night, but they are my friends and I love them and I would do anything for them because what I am showing them is the love of Jesus. Do I agree with everything they do? Not always, but I'm sure there's plenty of people who don't agree with what I do. It's not up to me to tell them It's not up to me to tell Sarah. It's not up to me to tell anyone else how to live their life. It's up to me to be an example and love them. And, you know, if they ask me a question, hey, are you open to a couple of questions? Are you open to learning? Are you open to growing? And I I really have found prayer is super powerful in that. And you will find opportunities. Just remember to come from, from a place of love. Come from a place of wanting, actually at your core, wanting the best for somebody. If you don't want the best for somebody, then you need to really truly look in the mirror and and focus on yourself. Because I know in my heart of hearts, even when I'm going through challenges or when I'm, you know, and I'm just full transparency, like if I want to hang out with Sarah and she's doing something else and like I honor that she's has other friends. I honor that she has another life outside of Tina. And it was interesting because when we first started hanging out, we hung out all the time, like all the time. And it was fun. We had a blast. It wasn't like we got annoyed with each other. And then like some things came up where we were just like living different lives and going and doing different things. And I was really sad. Like I was like, my friend is gone. And there was moments of like, maybe she doesn't like me. Maybe she likes her other friends better. Maybe it's because I'm older. Oh, girlfriend. (laughs) But, but, But I had to work through that, right? I had to, I got to like, I had the opportunity to understand like meeting people where they're at and and having empathy for their journeys and their experiences and not everyone's world revolves around Tina. Right? You're the ma- this is exactly what Jackie and I were talking about last episode. We're all the main characters of our own life and I'm just a side piece in yours and vice versa. Thank you for sharing that. I always have time for you, sister. Um, <laughs> no, I know you do. It's just funny how Call me, beat me if you want to reach me. <laughs> It's interesting how friendships go in stages. Absolutely. You know, and I am always, I feel like we are always very respectful of our individual journeys. And I think at the beginning, as we were learning how to be a friend, there was just a lot of things that ebbed and flowed. Like We I, also do business together. So it's right. not just, it's a friendship and a partnership mm, at the same time. Mm-hmm. And our lives are so meshed. I mean, we started with the Indiana Dunes Great Banquet. That's how we met. Mm -hmm. So we're a part of that community together. And then we ended up at the same Bible study together. Mm -hmm. We hang out with the same individuals. We started ketone. I mean, you're a part of ketones. You led me to ketones. And then now we do this podcast together. We do cycling together. Like we are so aligned in a bunch of different avenues that they like, it's all big one stirring pot of alignment and God has us in those places for a purpose together for a greater reason because some people are looking at you and some people are looking at me and us as a collective where two or more are gathered Mm -hmm. he is there so it's just no coincidence that we are so meshed together so at the time when you were saying like oh I miss my friend I think it was God equipping us to realize like hey we're still individuals Mm. and we have other hobbies, other people. And then also, I really like hanging out with myself a lot. (laughs) Um, Now, I used to not be that way at all. I didn't 
know that I liked to hang out with just me. Mm. Um, That's funny you say that because I was the opposite. I always loved hanging out with me. Wow. Like hanging out by my... there were like after my divorce, I was pretty much in my house with myself, like the majority of the time. Like I didn't hang out with anyone, and so that's funny because now I'm on the other end where I'm like I I'm liking being around people more. This makes total sense because I f- flip that around. I was essentially this entire year going through what you had gone through right after your divorce, so it makes sense. Oh, that's crazy! And now that. You know, listening to you talk, I'm like, oh, we do kind of hang out a lot. (laughs) See, this is what happens, though. Like, we get, like, so, like, selfish. And we we think about, like, oh, I want this and I want that. And through this friendship, we're learning, like, okay, I'm open to receive a friendship. But it's a friendship on God's terms, not on our terms. Like, God's timing. Like, anything that's forced is not going to feel good. It's not going to feel peaceful. If we are, you know, I was invited to go to a concert and I was like, oh, I would love to go, but it's just not in where I'm at right now. And it's like, I felt bad because I wanted to be a part of that little group and hang out with those girls. And then I'm like, God's timing, God's plan. And I'm really glad I didn't end up going. And just because a group of people are doing something and you weren't invited, it doesn't mean you're excluded. It means that that's not where you're meant to be right now in that in this time. Right. Rejection is protection. That is another lesson I have learned. And it's not forever sometimes. Like, it's just not right now. Yes. It is not yet. Uh, I wanted to circle back what you said about, you know, your friends and how um, – you know, you love them, but you sometimes don't agree with what they're doing. Mm-hmm. I think of like the analogy of a string or like a rope. And I have friends that I know are not walking in Christ the way that I have chosen to walk. Mm-hmm. Um, I am very much not of this world. I just live in this world. And I keep calling myself like, quote unquote, a weirdo. But I've realized that like, I'm a sojourner. Mm-hmm. I just am passing through this earth and mm-hmm. this lifetime. And culture is just not my jam. I am here to be an example of what kingdom living is. So the choices and actions that I have I have people like Tina, people like my Bible study teacher, people in the communities that I'm a part of that I look up to and that are walking in that way and they're pulling me along in that rope. Mm -hmm. So here I am in the middle and I know that I have past friends who are looking at me, who still have communication with me that see me in a different way because I am not the same person that I used to be and they have stuck with me and I am pulling them along on Mm. that same rope as the people ahead of me are pulling me in that same rope and it's up to them if they want to continue on that rope with me because I can't pull it for them I can't carry them along so until they release or until they decide that they are are stuck and stagnant where they're at. Mm-hmm. I'm going to continue to be the light and be somebody who lifts them up and shows them a different way of living. And that's for anybody who's mm-hmm. willing to grab a hold of that rope and like come alongside of me. That's such a great analogy because when I when I went through my divorce, well, lost my brother, went through a divorce, became sober, I lost an entire world essentially like I was in the world and I lost it and I became a new creation 
And a lot of people saw what was happening. And I was still learning. I mean, I'm always going to be learning until I'm dead. But like, I was still learning who to be as an individual, as a follower of Christ. And a lot of those people like were not coming with me. And I had to learn my own way, my own light, my own journey in Christ. And now there's two that have stayed out of, I'm 30, I'm 40 years old. And I've had, I mean, you can imagine how many friends I've had in my life, a lot. And two have stuck with me out of hundreds. And I I share that with you because so often we want these big groups and we want these big cliques. But not everyone can come on your journey. Not everyone wants to be, you like dark cannot exist in light. And so some people don't want the light because with the light comes the challenges, the struggles, like the valley, the work. And so a lot of times I noticed that people would Well, I don't want to quit drinking. Well, I don't want to stop having sex. I don't want to stop going out. I don't want to stop this. And I'm not telling you, you have to stop any of this to hang out with me, but I'm going to choose what I want to do with my time and where I want my essentially energy love to go. And the the two friends who've stayed by my side, they love me for that. I don't change them. I don't tell them they need to be anything they're not, but I also... I'm seeing their life improve, not because of me. It's because Christ lives in me and they're seeing the light of Christ and the joy in me. Just like you, Sarah, people are seeing who you are and the life you're living, you're honoring your true self. And in that, they're choosing to come along on their own terms, on their own timing, in their own way. love striking up a good conversation with someone about their clothing style. That's why Versed is so unique. Their clothing and lifestyle brand sparks up conversations that shed light to our community wherever you are by being the salt and light. Get 15% off with our coupon capital Fearless Queens. Again, that is capital Fearless Queens. Head to the link in our show notes or on the socials to get your Versed apparel today. Absolutely. Uh, similar story and it's it's not ironic whatsoever but I essentially like my whole entire life blew up at the end of 2021 I had my plans I had my way I knew where I was headed and God laughed and said okay (laughs) you think you know what you're doing I have a whole other plan for you and I lost I I don't even like using the term loss but I I was stripped away from everything that I Mm. knew everything that I was Mm -hmm. everything that I thought I needed and I, that's the wilderness. Mm. You know, God wants, there's a season and a time in your life that I think that there's a crossroad and which path are you going to choose? Are you going to continue choosing the way that you've always known and you're the driver in the car of your life? Or you can decide to step back and become the passenger and let the Holy Spirit lead. And in 2021, when everything was taken from me that I knew Mm -hmm. that was when I was like I surrender my life is yours I do not know what I'm doing I have no idea what is happening because all the plans that I had were gone Mm -hmm. and it circles back to what's meant for me won't pass me because whoever is supposed to be in my life whatever I'm supposed to be doing in my life I wasn't equipped then it wasn't the timing yet Mm -hmm. so 
now as I am, I am not leading this life anymore. I am on the passenger and whatever God wants is what I want. Mm -hmm. And I have two friends. I've had hundreds of friends, like you said. Like I used to think that the bigger, the Mm -hmm. better, but it really also, like I had, I was supposed to get married and I had five bridesmaids and these five bridesmaids were all a part of my life since middle school or younger. And I love them all. I love them but differently now. Just I don't hang out with them every day. I don't see them all the time. I don't talk to them all the time. But I know that they know that I will always love them Mm -hmm. um, for the memories that we've shared, for the places that I was in my life when I needed them, and I hope vice versa. But just because I don't see or hang out with them all the time, they're just at a distance now because I'm a different human being and you are who you associate yourself with. Mm. And I, when I would put myself back in those situations with those certain people, I was going down a path that I was like, uh, you resort back to who you were that. And I was put in situations that I would have never been in had I not been surrounded by those kind of people. And I was just on a different path Mm -hmm. than they were at the time. And now that I'm, walking along the people that are coming alongside of me are people that want to be on that string and that rope with me and to see and want to change and be a better version of themselves they're in alignment with where you're going and where you want to go yes and and some people have gone that journey and so they also are helping you along it like there's people who like you said you're leading and then there's people who are leading you and I think so often we we're so used to living a certain way we're so used to doing a certain thing like I remember when you and I first started hanging out we were kind of like oh we should like one of our one of my friends was having a a birthday party at a bar and like neither one of us real like I don't drink but like Sarah really doesn't drink I I don't know that I've ever had a cocktail with you honestly Honestly, I'm at the point in life because I did 75 hard. Thank you, Tina, for introducing me. This is just a sidebar. Um, After that, I realized how expensive alcohol was, that I work out and like eat healthy now, that if I'm going to have anything, I'd rather have a piece of cake than drink a drink. (laughs) Like that's just empty calories. And I I don't, every time I ever drank, I would throw up. So like, mm, I don't really, that's not fun. (laughs) Yeah, neither is the hangover. No, none of it at all. Total side note, but I just felt like, eh, if you're thinking about maybe like stopping drinking or going out to eat and having the cocktail versus dessert, like choose the dessert. Uh, the reward <laughs> for not drinking is way better than the risk for drinking. Right. Just let me share that with you. But anyways, it's not about drinking. And why, but why I brought that up is we, I was so used to hanging out with people at bars. Mm-hmm. I did that for 20 years of my life. And so I'm sharing that because when you realize you want better and you have, you you get to, but no, you have to make better choices, you are like, well, what do I do? Well, who do I hang out with? Well, where do I go? Like, and there was one point, all I did was go to church on Sunday. That was it. I, I would do nothing except go to church on Sunday. And I'm like, okay, we're going to need to, we're, I'm going to need to do something else. I just don't know what, because Everything in this world leads to an addiction of some sort. Well, I'll go shopping. Oh, I'll go eat. Oh, I'll go out and drink. Oh, I'll go whatever it is. And so I'm sharing this because I think so often we're just like, it's what we're used to doing. It's what we were taught. It's what our parents did or it's what our grandparents did. 
but you can make a new path. You can make a new way. You can go for hikes. You can, you know, join, you know, a, a, a club of sorts that has different arts or music or whatever it is. And so I just feel that it can be scary trying to, when you're building a new friendship, knowing what to do. Right. It's, it's being the change that you want to see in the world. And it starts with yourself. And once you start to change, the people around you start to change and those people will dissipate or they will cling to you because they see what's happening and they like it. And then that's when people that are on that pathway, they'll start to come and the more that you walk the walk, the same people that are walking the walk, you'll find more Mm like-minded individuals. Your atmosphere will start to change. Your Mm -hmm. environment starts to change because you truly are the five people you associate yourself with and not, and that doesn't mean just physically. Like, because Tina and I can hang out and like we're in the same space, like person to in person, in person, but I have people online that are a part of my yep. circle yep. because they are like-minded and aligned with my values and what I want for my life. So it doesn't have to be five people that are that you see on a daily basis or a weekly basis in your life. They could be mentors online. I mean, Absolutely. when I first started to change, Joyce Meyer was my woman. Mm-hmm. And she still is, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But now I really enjoy Jerry Flowers. Um, I highly recommend if you have never heard of him before, check out his YouTube channel. Um, It is um, tremendously amazing. He truly depicts what kingdom living really is. And if you're you're hearing this and you're like, well, maybe I'm not like super passionate about like learning about Jesus. Well, what are you passionate about? And go find somebody online who's living a life that you are not that like, oh, I want to live their life, but they have gone the steps. They are, you know, like it's, there's paving a new way, but there's also like people who have gone the steps kind of know So follow people who are doing the things that you want to do until you find your way in that. And also, I really want to, really, really want to stress the gift of discernment. It's okay to say no. Yes. It's okay to not do everything everyone always asks you. And that was really hard for me at first because I was not taught at a young age to say no. I was taught to do everything people tell you to do and it it That's wrecked me. Pleasing. It wrecked me. And now if something feels off in any way, shape or form, if something is unsettling, I do not do it. And most of the time, thank you, Jesus. He shows me like, he shows me vi- like pictures of like what would have happened if I would have went or whatever. That's a whole nother side thing that I shouldn't get into because that's the gift he's given me. But it's okay to not hang out with people all the time. It's okay to say no, even to friends you've had for years, or even if they're, even if they are good people, even if they're part of a Bible study or whatever it is, like it's okay to not hang out with people. Yeah. It's boundaries, respecting your space, respecting yourself, respecting your energy, protecting yourself. Um, Even if you don't know why, if like Tina said, if it feels unsettling in any certain way, don't do it. Exactly. Your gut speaks to you. And for the longest time, I didn't know what that even meant or how to how to live a life by um, my instincts, my intuition, my gut feeling. And you don't have to tell them, oh, I have a weird feeling. I'm not going to hang out with you. But for me, what I've done, and this is kind of circling back to friendship. I know we went off on a couple little tangents there, but circling back to friendship. For me, if I'm feeling unsettled about something, I'll talk to Sarah or I'll talk to my boyfriend. I'll just say, hey, I'm really feeling odd about this and I want to talk it over with you. And Sarah will 
like, listen to me. She's such, you're such a, she, you're such a great listener. And she just listens to everything that I say. And then she pauses and gives me the look like, okay, are you ready for me to give you like my insight? Like, is that what you want? And that is what a true friend does. They listen, not to respond. They listen to hear. And then take a deep breath. She takes a deep breath and doesn't like react. And then she helps me through this. And just speaking it out loud to her has helped me see it more clearly. So if you are unsure about something, even if it is like, oh, I was invited to a Bible study and I don't know if I should go, talk to your friend about it. Talk to someone who you trust, who has good discernment and who you respect. That is what a friend is for. And if they're, if you're listening to this and thinking, I have zero people in my life like that, the best friend, my best friend, and I know Tina's best friend is Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, prayer. All prayer is is a conversation between you and God, the creator of everything. He created you. And for a little bit, you could just pretend that you're talking to yourself, I guess, because mm-hmm. that's really what you're doing. Like, hey, I have no idea what's going on. I need some clarity. Can you please help me through this? I mean, that is what surrendering is. Like, okay, I don't know what's happening. I don't know what I'm doing, but here I am. Whatever is meant for me, whatever you have for me, whatever your will is, that is what I want. And going back to who you associate yourself with. And if you don't have those kind of people in your life, you know, Tina said, you know, and how I did find them online, get a mentor, join a club, because if you're hanging out with five millionaires, you're going to become the sixth. Mm -hmm. If you're hanging out with five drug addicts, you're going to become the sixth. Mm -hmm. So it's super, super important to, to notice and to understand who you're giving your time to, because time is our most precious commodity. Mm -hmm. I pray not to waste it. Mm, I love that. And also remembering that what I know about Sarah, I have, I have zero. And when I say zero, I have zero doubt that she always has my best intentions in her heart. Like I, there's no doubt in my mind, like I don't worry about her saying anything behind my back. I don't worry about her doing something like to get something like nothing conditional about this relationship. And I pray that you guys like receive a friendship like this because it is the best thing in the world. And I expect nothing less than this. Like she holds my standard to what a friendship should be. And if, if any, if you feel that someone that you are hanging around with, if you don't feel how I feel about Sarah, like, like help them like slowly exit your life quietly and slowly exit your life because Everyone and I'm when I talk about Sarah, I'm talking really. She's like having a friend like Jesus. Like that's exactly who she is, and I know I'm the same. Like, and that's another thing too. Like being confident with who I am as a friend. Like I wish I was my own friend. It's because <laughs> you know whose you are and mm-hmm. who who you are through him. And for the longest time, I didn't because there are people that are going to be listening to this that knew me when knew me when I was before who I am now and that is the depiction and the person that I was then and a place that I was in that lifetime and I am no longer that person but I don't need to know what anybody thinks about me other than what God thinks about me and what God thinks about me and what God thinks about you and Tina like anybody who's listening to this is you are a child of God you are worthy you are enough 
You are beautiful. You are wonderfully and created for a purpose. There are plans for you to prosper and to succeed in this lifetime. And if this seems like or sounds like mumbo jumbo, open your Bible, get a Bible. I will buy you a Bible. Like the Bible app is free. I just, I feel compelled to say that because I was not this person that is in front of you right Mm -hmm. now, Tina, like through trials and tribulations and surrendering my entire life. And it is not Sarah who lives anymore. It is God. It is the Holy Spirit who lives within me. So all I want is for people to see Jesus through me and realize like, oh my gosh, this woman's different. Like there's some, maybe they don't know God. They don't know who Jesus is. They have no idea what the Holy Spirit is all about, but they can just feel or see that something's different about you and I. Well, and the thing to remember too, that I just, I feel like I need to touch on this is it's not going to be easy all the time. It's not going to be simple. Sarah and I have gone through things that if you would like really know like everything we've gone through and because you see us on the outside and you're like, oh man, they're such good friends. We've worked at this. Like we have worked at this relationship and we have poured out vulnerability to one another. We've shared trauma. We've shared you know, abuse, mental, physical, like all different types of challenges that we have gone through. This is not for the weak. And it's it's so often you look at the outside of someone's life and you think it's been easy or you think it's fun or you think it's sunshine and rainbows. That's not what we're saying here. And we're not, and, and also not saying that just because you walk with Jesus that everything is going to be perfect all the time. Absolutely. Like trials are going to come upon you. That is how you get stronger. That is how you persevere. But it's not, not falling into this world. Yes. Life is hard. Choose your heart. Mm-hmm. Do you want to live this life on your standards and your way? Because I did that for 26 years and thought I knew how to do everything. And when I surrendered my entire life to God, he is the creator of everything. He knows the end from the beginning. He knows why I am here for my purpose. Choose your heart. Do you want the creator to walk alongside of you or are you going to continue to do this by yourself? Because I'll tell you that way is so much harder. It is. And Sarah and I have had to have hard, have had to have hard conversations together. And we, I feel that we can sit there and be honest with each other and not let each other slip down into the things of this world. Like we have been through difficult times in this year together. Like, and that's what's going to happen. Like, it's not supposed to always be easy. And so I just, I feel like we're in like preach mode now, but like. What other mode is there though? Yeah, I guess, I guess you're right. But it's not always supposed to be simple and easy. So you guys, we are sharing friendship with you, but friendship starts in your heart and it starts with Jesus. And when you learn who he was as a friend, he was a sinner. He was not a sinner. But he helped people by showing them love and joy and peace and what is noble and what is true and what is kind. And he is a leading example. And we try as best as we can to be leading examples for one another in this journey. Yes. I wanted to wrap this up with one more verse. It's from John 16, And it's Jesus speaking and he tells the world, and I I think he's speaking to his disciples. I would have to backtrack, but all to say, this is what Jesus said. I have told you these things so that in me, you may have peace. 
in this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I have Mm. overcome the world. So everything that Tina and I have said, yes, this life is hard. We have gone through crap. Don't think that because who we are now, like Tina said, it's sunshine and roses. You don't... (laughs) don't like you look at people's lives so often you're like oh I wish I was that person and I wish I was this person like I love Taylor Swift I'm like dang girl I wish I was her but it's like I don't know what she did to get to where she is now like do you really want to walk in those that person's shoes Jesus is Mm. like the number one uh mentor number one best friend number one person to look up to in this world and if you don't know who he is please reach out to us and we will share everything that we know with you you absolutely you don't I promise you you don't want neither one of our lives but what you do want is a friendship a true honest friendship and it starts with a friendship with Jesus yes Jesus is your true friend that he'll be here till the end like Hannah Montana said (laughs) (laughs) all right fearless queens until next time thank you so much for listening we love you adios Mm -hmm.